last episode of The Incredible Critics. Oh, I mean, that should be obvious. The entire history of me. Okay. I, I, yeah, like, I had no idea where you were going with that. How obvious? No, it's pretty obvious. I would want to know about myself more than, you know, it's a show about me. All right, so for next week... Wait, are you saying you meaning me or me meaning me? It's the title of the episode. It's the title of the episode. I uh... hate you so much more today. <laughs> We are the Incredible Critics. Incredible not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously, seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. Joining me today are the usual suspects. I am Tim Gruber. And Frankie (laughs) Fusco. Hey, Ben. Beat me to it, you jerk. Frankie's Frankie's throwing it back. Frankie, what are you you drinking? What's your beverage of choice this evening? (laughs) It is a Dasani sparkling with lime. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How fancy Water of champions. Of <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how I do it in my house. We get the Dasani sparkling packs, mix it up, new flavor every week, but we always stick with the lime as a solid, you know, backup. Lime. I can't take you seriously right now. So we're not sending out this video because we're still working on it, a work in progress. And Frankie <laughs> last week Why was like progress. Cause because do you see yourself? All right we now? see is this right. much of your head, Frankie. So Frankie is <laughs> last week he sat like where you could see him well, but he sounded like he was like four feet away from the microphone, which he was. This week he's going closer to the microphone, but literally all I can see are his <laughs> eyes up from his forehead, and it looks absolutely ridiculous. You know, you kind of remind me of Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was a great character in this. I mean, I'm okay with that. And screenshot, because that's how we're gonna promote this week's episode. <laughs> oh man. What's been going on this week for you guys? Anything interesting? Well, it's been a pretty chill week at the Gruber House. I had a daddy girly weekend because Brittany went to the uh to a women's conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And so yeah, I, had I know a few girls... people that were at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had the girls all by myself. All by myself. So we had a party and but we weren't allowed to watch Star Wars until Brittany was home. So we finally nice. watched Star Wars with Adeline and she loved every minute of it and was bouncing up and down at the beginning. Nice. <laughs> Emery was like, Okay, calm down, Prim, calm down. <laughs> It was awesome. So. so what were what was uh what were their thoughts or what was her thoughts on the movie? Well, yeah, Adeline specifically is all about Chewbacca. So every time Chewbacca okay. was on okay. the screen, she'd be like, Chewie <laughs> You know, doing this crazy thing. But yeah. uh no, she loved it. She loved it. So they obviously want to keep watching every Star Wars film. <laughs> so we're just kind of easing them into it, you know. But sure. well, they're young. Do they know the ending to episode episode five? I feel like we yeah, had this they, conversation before. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they've uh, they've seen like the Lego Star Wars different That's things. Right. The, they've seen the game. They've seen the Star Wars Droid Tales, which has pretty much every movie. All of it. Yeah. Well, once uh, is once like Noel is. With droids? What? Yeah, sure, no, Frankie. It's not never mind. <laughs> that joke didn't land because of lag. Um. <laughs> It's not lag. I just took a second to find out where I was. Okay. Never mind. Um, 
Yeah, so once Noelle is of age, I will keep that a secret from her because I think that'll be an awesome moment for uh, that reveal of Empire Strikes Back. So tune in to Incredible Critics episode 357. So stay tuned for that. I was trying to do about like six, seven years. That's what I was trying to do. So if we did it every week up until then, roughly round up. Um, Frankie, anything interesting going on for you? Uh, No, nothing interesting at all, actually. My life's pretty boring. Just uh, work in this podcast and occasional banter back and forth. And work in this podcast. Uh Oh. Nice. I celebrated my birthday this weekend, so I just chilled. Facebook said we had been um, tagging each other in photos for 10 years. That was pretty exciting. I believe that. That's me and you, Ben. Well, let's see. 10 years ago, that would have been 2006. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. That's a throwback to the last time that Frankie talked about us being friends on Facebook for 10 years. Um, So, yeah, just kind of chilled all weekend. I got a nap today, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I realized I hadn't had one of those in like three months, like a full night of sleep and then getting a nap the next day. It was awesome. So you guys don't take lunch naps. Is that another thing? Is that just that's just me? I mean, I legitimately have taken naps during my lunch because I'm so tired that I have to sleep. They're pretty great. I do them every day. Really? Why? Increases productivity. I take I take lunch from twelve to one every day, but I work from home, and like the first (laughs) (laughs) the second half an hour, I take a nap. Yeah, (laughs) you guys perks of working from home. That is definitely a perk of working from home. That I have one coworker who listens to this. Hopefully, none of my bosses do. (laughs) (laughs) It's your lunch. You're allowed to do with it what you want. Exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, so first, we're we're gonna start off with talking about what's been on in our households, homes, whatever we want to say. Um, Frankie, what what have you been watching or listening to or reading or viewing this week? I recently um just binge watched the third season of Red Oaks. Have you guys watched any of Red Oaks? An Amazon I have not original. Told. Um, so uh, essentially it's a, um, it's an Amazon original series that takes place in the eighties at a country club. Um, and it starts off the first seasons, like this kid's trying to figure out what he wants to do in between school and he gets a job at a country club and, you know, has his typical stoner friends. And then he's like the tennis assistant tennis pro and kind of shenanigans of an eighties country club and kind of how it is. It was really funny. Um, and they did the third and final season that just released and it was, uh, I don't think the second season or third season were as good as the first season, but they're all, you know, they're all, all together. Watching. It was it was, yeah. Frankie, it, was good, it was a good story. What's the CBS equivalent? <laughs> I'm, all, is, I'm just going to keep doing no, that. No, it, it was good. So there was no CBS equivalent. Um, <laughs> maybe criminal minds, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's by, uh, Gregory Jacobs, the guy who did all the oceans movies. One oh, of the cool. creators. So, I mean, great show. I really liked it. Uh, no, Tawny, I wouldn't watch it at work. There's some inappropriate scenes. <laughs> so, but, you know, if, if you're watching on VidAngel, I guess, or whatever, or, or, you know, 
there's nothing too horrible in it. There's not like a lot of drug use or there's no murder or gory scenes or anything like that. It's just a typical eighties kind of comedy. So speaking of that, I actually came to your defense because I started watching Mindhunter on VidAngel. So took out like all the really dark parts and stuff like that. And I actually was kind of like, Oh, this is kind of like criminal minds. (laughs) (laughs) It, 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 it's essentially the same show. I mean, it's about the start of the BAU. So it, it's just how Grimmel Mind started. And it's a but little But it was darker. how you communicated yes. that. <laughs> a little darker. That than was the issue. Like yes. For like 90% of the episode, it's like Criminal Minds. And then for the other 10%, it's like uh, what I envision Marilyn Manson's home being like. That's, that's a fair analysis. <laughs> uh by the way guys i'll i forgot to mention and i'm just gonna leave this in there so i'll give you time to figure it out uh we'll also do five words on thor in in a couple minutes but tim what's been on at your guys household i know you already mentioned episode five. Oh yeah well episode four yeah a new home yeah right um cool. yeah other than that i mean Brittany and i have been binge watching some star trek deep space nine and by binge watching, I mean maybe one episode a day. I don't know. <laughs> That's, not, not <laughs> That's that binge watching when you have binge kids. Enough. Yeah. Um, outside of the usual stuff, you know, we've been we've been staying up to date with uh, with our favorite superhero eyes glazed over TV shows <laughs> that everybody glazes over. Frankie, just, you too. Or just me. Keeping up with the Flash. <laughs> I um sorry no I hit the I unmuted my mic but I accidentally <laughs> hit the camera button. <laughs> uh no I have not been keeping up with the Flash actually and we can talk about that on a different episode. Wow, we haven't been keeping up with Flash. That's, or... That's okay. You're weak. Any of them? I've been very disappointed uh, in them. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, so we've been keeping up with that. But yeah, deep Star Trek, uh, Deep Space Nine just been our thing lately. Just started up randomly again. Just wanted to watch some star trek that we could really just pack some ex- episodes in uh outside of the fake the not real star trek <laughs> the free star trek yeah the free star trek that is still my favorite review of that show is it's the best way to describe it um i've been watching news on the movie all the money in the world have you guys paid attention to all the money in the world at all no, no. which one is that okay so all the Money in the World stars uh, Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams, and it's a uh, based on a true story about the uh, Getty kidnapping, I think in the 70s or 80s. I'm not, I'm not sure when. Um, but the fascinating thing about it, I think it comes out December 16th, I want to say. And it also stars in a smaller role, Kevin Spacey. And or does it? Well, right. And so what they're doing is they are still releasing it December 22nd. Excuse me. They're releasing it on December 22nd and they are scrubbing Kevin Spacey from the entire movie and replacing him with Christopher Plummer. Uh, Ridley Scott's directing the film and that was apparently his uh, he wanted uh, Plummer from the beginning, but the studio wanted a bigger name uh so they landed on kevin spacey but it's unprecedented for a a movie i mean it the the movie already has a um it already has a trailer out for it 
starring Kevin Spacey. So already has, you've already seen Kevin Spacey in this role and they're going to completely reshoot everything and still keep that release date. It's still coming out on the 22nd. Wow. So really interesting to be paying attention to that movie. Um, Technology is crazy. Yeah. I mean that, so it was only about eight to 10 days of filming. So I'm assuming they're just trying to crank through those eight to 10 days as quickly as possible. Um, And then, just get the movie edited with all of the scenes that Kevin Spacey was in and just get him out of the film. But at, like I said, at this point in production, completely unprecedented. So uh, for the rest of the show, we're going to talk about um, kind of the other streaming services that have come up, CBS All Access and Disney Streaming. We've talked about them before, but we wanted to kind of circle back because there's been some new developments on them. And then we're going to talk about Thor. So guys, uh, give me a five-word review on Thor. Uh, Tim, you already did it last week. Do you have another uh, a follow up five word? Review? You know, you know, I I will stand by my by my original five word review, which was if if I can remember it, the, it was uh, hulking awesome, Guardians amazing. Volume Thor. Or was it hulking amazing? Yeah, yeah, hulking amazing. Guardians Volume Thor, and I'm gonna stand by that. Um, okay, yeah. solid, solid. I agree. Um, uh, 90s buddy cop in space i like it and uh mine would be uh still a superhero movie you're a jerk and we'll get into that later um uh, so first we wanted to talk about cbs all access and disney streaming um so Frankie, you know, talk, kind of talked about CBS All Access last week, and there's been some new developments with the Disney streaming service that still hasn't come out. Uh, namely, and we've kind of with the with the new news, we've seen that the new Disney service may actually be more competition than we thought. Uh, Frankie, what were some of your thoughts on the the streaming services? Um, you know, it's, it's crazy because the more we hear about Disney and we talked about on our Facebook page, um, if you follow us, which if you don't, please go give us a like and you'll see all the stuff we post. But about Facebook.com slash Incredible Critics. Star Wars, a uh, new trilogy is being made, has just been announced. And they also announced that they're going to do a live action Star Wars series, which is something that they've been talking about for years. George Lucas was talking about it, you know, 10 years ago. Um, but now it's looks like it's actually going to be happening. And what they're going to do is kind of go the route that CBS went with uh, Star Trek. And it's going to be released only on their Disney streaming service. So, and it, it got me thinking that really Disney, it, it, there's a big war coming, I think, of all these streaming services between Hulu and Netflix and HBO and uh, Amazon and and now Disney. But I think Disney has a really almost unfair advantage and the that being that one they already have gobbles and gobbles of money like disney has and they make money pretty much um, over there gobbles <clears throat> that's like way more than trillions and trillion trillions oodles, it's, it's is that gobbles. more or less than an oodle it's it's more than an oodle it is it's but just it's the next one it goes oodle and then gobbles wow um no when you think about like they already have tons of money so they can put five hundred thousand dollars down to make a series and say that series doesn't do well i think you meant 500 million doesn't 500 million yes i'm sorry 500 million to make a series and then say that series doesn't do well with critics it doesn't perform well it doesn't matter with something like star wars they're gonna make all their money off of the marketing off of the toys stuff for kids um 
And then you got to think about all the kid-friendly material that they have that they can put on their Disney streaming service, which is probably going to make someone like, you know, a parent want to buy it anyway and pay for it because of all the stuff that their kids can watch on it. So you do the marketing thing and do with toys, the the way kids can stream it, like they're going to take over, I think, with the streaming service. Whereas you look at some someone like CBS and even Netflix, like they have kid material on there kid-friendly material on there, but they're really not making any extra money besides their, uh, you know, besides what they're producing and what they're getting from advertisements. Yeah. They don't have that toys, those video games, the, uh, you know, the posters and things like that. Right. Yeah. Their business model is entirely different. You're right with, with, you know, the fact that Disney has a, a business model where they can just sell the actual characters and action figures and things like that and, and make a ton of money. I will actually though stand by what we said because at the time it was that Marvel and Star Wars would be staying on Netflix. And at that point, you know, okay, then whatever, it doesn't really make a difference. But since then they've actually announced that Marvel future Marvel shows and probably the current Marvel shows once the contract runs out, won't be staying on Netflix and probably will be going there. So I do think that's a bigger deal. Tim, what what are your thoughts on the streaming services? Yeah. Um, I mean, with, with what Disney is looking at doing, um, I mean, I think they're, they're making just a huge power play and they have enough weight behind it. Now we know for certain with the Marvel and the, and the uh, Star Wars stuff, cause that is something they, they also said that they're working on a mar they're, uh, a new marvel property for the for that service too uh so knowing that knowing that uh eventually unfortunately maybe that the defenders won't be on netflix someday um it, which is crazy to think about because they're still i mean they're filming the next daredevil season three right now they're about to start right. filming the next uh iron fist season i mean the marvel season. shows are huge on on netflix yeah, yeah, they've they've already filmed the next season of Jessica Jones. They've already filmed the next season of Luke Cage. It's it's crazy. I mean, those things are steamrolling. But uh, but to think that all of that weight uh, that Disney has is going to be put behind the service, and that they are, um, if if sources are to be believed, they're they're purposefully trying to undercut Netflix's subscription price, right? Um, which is just. Which they they can do whatever they want. They know that they're going to get enough people behind it. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, yeah, this thing is is steamrolling towards the future. I'm excited for Star Wars. I'm definitely excited for a new series uh, of some kind. Like Frankie said, it's been years in the making. Years. Um, they just didn't know how to make it cheap enough back in the day. Right. That was literally the only thing stopping George Lucas from making a, a Star Wars t television show. Um, so I'm, I personally, I'm pumped about this. Uh, I can't wait it, If anything, it's gonna force some other people like Amazon, like Hulu and Netflix to step up their game even yeah. more. Right. Competition's always good for the consumer. So, um, so my take on this is yes, there's a war coming, but I kind of view it a little bit differently in that for years we've wanted cable to be a la carte, right? So you buy a cable subscription for 70 bucks, you get, you know, uh, ESPN, CBS, ABC, you know, all these channels, but you also get 
Food Network, History Network, uh, National, you know, Nat Geo, uh, Sci-Fi, like all of these other stations that the majority of people, you know, one of those in there, you're like, yeah, I've never watched a series on those stations ever, but they're all bundled together. And for years, we've, and that's why it's so expensive. For years, we've wanted it to be cheaper and to be like, look, I only want had to cough oh i only want (laughs) uh you know i only want espn and abc like just give that to me i view this as the a la carte option where this is kind of how it's evolved so that we get the a la carte option but we have just it's different it's not exactly what we had envisioned but like it was you know it's not espn and sci-fi and all that it's disney and cbs and netflix instead so that's kind of my viewpoint on it but i mean we'll see it the disney streaming service i think is still a year or two out is that scheduled for 2018 i believe it's a 2019 uh i'll I'll double check on that we can keep keep rolling yeah so it's still a couple years out so we, we still have some time to um to see what that'll be like so um anyway we also wanted to uh talk about thor now that we've all seen it um so thor you know had another big weekend it was still mostly sold out at the theater that i saw it at but by yeah. the way use use movie pass to see it and movie pass worked amazingly so definitely jump on that um guys uh starting with frankie because we've already heard tim's thoughts frankie what were your thought thoughts on thor ragnarok uh first spoiler free thoughts oh um spoiler free thoughts um i thought it was really funny i enjoyed it i was very entertained majority of the time uh, i would say one of my only kind of cripes about it was that it was a bit too cheesy at times and i think they overplayed the the slapstick comedy uh a little bit too much throughout the you know, throughout the movie. Sometimes it hit, sometimes it didn't hit, and I feel like they just kind of, you know, yeah, played it as much as they could, and whatever stuck, stuck. Yeah, they really went for it with the humor. But, I mean, other than that, I thought it was a great movie. I thought, you know, the story overall was great. Um, a little choppy at parts, but, I mean, as far as a Marvel movie's concerned, I thought the story was, was, it was right up there with some of the other good ones, especially for having such comedy in, involved in it, you know? It definitely felt more like the original Avengers movie opposed to, you know, the Captain America's and the other Avenger movies, which is always a good thing because that one was great. Still up there. One of my top Marvel movies of all time. Yeah, I thought it was great, too. Um, I just if you don't enjoy superhero movies at all or like this isn't going to be the one that gets you into you know superhero movies um you'll enjoy it you'll laugh you'll follow the storyline but it's not going to be the one that you're like okay i get this now like i want to go watch all the marvel movies um so yeah really really fun a lot of really funny parts but uh not the movie that i i would say not the movie to get you to go watch the rest of them uh tim did you have any other thoughts before we get into spoilers i know you kind of talked last week 
Well, no, but just just the fact real quick, um, and this this ties into our previous conversation that um, the MCU is now the largest uh, film property of all time. <laughs> oh, wow. I believe that, though. It, it's now. Yeah, it's now gross the most money as a franchise of all things ever. Well, how many ever movies think? are in it now? I mean, it's uh, like 17, 18, 17? I think is it that is, many? is 18. Um, mm-hmm. and they got six more coming out in the next two years. It's crazy. So, yeah, that's nuts. Um, but, uh, just food for thought. I mean, I, we had talked about Thor already made a ton of money last week. Um, and now, you know, that, that franchise is like blown. I mean, that's bigger than you got to understand that's bigger than like every bond film. Right. You know what that's I mean? A, that was what I was going to compare it to is like yeah. James Bond probably has well, James Bond has more films, but hasn't grossed that much money. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. All right. And let's... Thor just surpassed all of the other two the other Thor movies as far as money. They're already at two hundred and yeah, as far right. as just the Thor movies go, yeah. Dollars. Right. So all right, well let's uh let's get into our spoiler thoughts. So if you haven't seen Thor and you're planning on it or thinking about it or might possibly go see it, turn off the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll miss you. All right. So all right, spoilers. Maybe I should start. Since yeah, go for it, Ben. I, just I have just rip the, it a new one, Ben. The well, no, I mean it's it's a really funny movie. Like like Frankie was saying, like they they really played up the humor but some t- some points it doesn't land like the opening scene where he's like hanging from the chain and he starts like spinning around and it's like oh okay totally that's agree. funny but then he does it again and you're like okay it's like literally the same joke um or when he reaches out for his hammer shortly afterwards and it doesn't come, he's like, this is awkward and like that. Eh, it wasn't that great. Right. And then has that moment several mm-hmm. times throughout the movie. Like it, it, it was trying too hard at points. Um, I also, I think it's good that they went for humor. Cause when you're talking about a God of thunder, like, okay, it's not like Batman where it's grounded in some type of realism. Like, no, you're, you're talking about these like mystical worlds and things like that so playing into the humor makes a lot of sense um i thought it was fun but it's 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 not more of the same like i felt about the defenders like it actually is fun and worth watching but it's still a superhero movie it's a good superhero movie it's a really good superhero movie but it's still a superhero movie to me it's fair i actually won't argue with you on any of that yeah, I think um, in in looking at the different things that went into this um, with the director and just on just on the terms of the humor level, um, if you've if you've watched a lot of British and like Australian comedy, I think you'll enjoy the comedy more uh, in okay. Thor because uh, it really is. I mean, the, the director's from New Zealand, so it's got that New Zealander like Australia kind of real dry strange humor in different parts and that's where definitely with a lot of american audiences that's some of the jokes that fall flat like that's the place um where where they aren't quite hitting um i I, but yeah i enjoyed it a lot i think um as far as the other thor movies go i think this was i think this was a great 
Uh, I don't think they swung way too far out of into craziness on this. I think they still kept it reined into to the basics yeah. of what Thor is. Um, and uh, but they but tonally, yeah, it's very different. But I think it's better that they went this way with this oh, definitely. instead of for sure. So total one eighty from the Dark World. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know it's a lot different there, and I think they did a lot better job. I will say that I thought that the how they killed off the the main bad guy at the end, the girl with just bringing back the fire guy. Yeah, that Thor killed in the beginning of the movie. A little bit of poor writing and kind of rushed. Like, hey, we have to end this, and what do we do to end her? Well, but, I I guess so, but that um, is very much like foreshadowed through the whole movie. Like they they really telegraph right. that from the very beginning, and and through different parts of dialogue throughout the movie. So I don't I don't know. I enjoyed that, but I thought it was developed poorly. So like, like that battle in and of itself is just kind of for how fantastic it should be between this giant fiery monster and this like all powerful God of death. Like you would think that on paper, that would be an amazing battle sequence and it's not really. So I think that was just a miss on how they developed that scene. Um, but the actual concept of that being the way that the movie concludes, I actually kind of liked. Did you guys enjoy um, just the fact that Hela was their sister, that she was like the actual firstborn and rightful heir, kind of that whole thing? I mean, it, it doesn't. It Those are like the, the parts of the plot line that like it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, right. She could have just shown up as the goddess of death or whatever, and it wouldn't have changed anything about the storyline. Yeah, we it was interesting to see more of the Norse mythology, like Odin actually being a giant jerk, which was, you know, pretty much how Odin was in, in Nor- Norse mythology, opposed to being this really nice, want to keep peace between all the realms type of guy. But I, uh, oh, sorry. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it really meant anything either way or not, you know, who she, if she was related, not related. Um, they you know. they develop those things so quickly that it just doesn't i mean that's all in like the first 20 minutes or so and the first 20 minutes go so fast there's so yeah. little actual development well yeah which, and and to speak to that they did chop a lot of stuff and kind of tweak stuff because if you guys remember the first um at the very beginning of the movie the the first trailers that came out showed the whole hammer break happening in an alleyway in New York city. Oh, wow. um, the, fir- the first leaked photos that came out for this film when they were filming was Odin as a hobo living on the street. Like, a like he, he forgot who he was and was like living on the street as like a homeless man in New York that city. That's funny. Forward, I'm just as mad at would it made sense. I, I think they're setting things up for Asgard to be in Norway or something yeah right that's kind of thing has happened in the comics so i it makes sense that they would be like oh maybe we shouldn't set this up for new york city maybe we should move we can't uh we can't really end without talking about how it ends with the easter egg trailer clip clip of uh thor's ship being found in front of yes um sanctuary two what's his name Thanos, yeah, Thanos' yeah. ship. Which aren't there hints in the trailers for Infinity War that don't doesn't the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxies find Thor in like rubble? 
Yeah, that well, no, he scrapes like against their windshield or something in like a debris field. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll we'll see. And so I, that might I be the end say, of all of Asgard, <laughs> to be honest, if the whole ship yeah. gets destroyed. And you know what? And I have to say kudos though to Marvel for hiding certain things in the promo materials, like literally changing visual effects shots to, to like for the for the promotional stuff, so that they there were certain things hidden um, in the movie. You know, I got to say that was that was a surprise to me. <laughs> yeah, the the post credit scene meant nothing to me, which yeah, they never not. they never do. Does, yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't have to. You you could put it together if you've seen some of the other movies, but if you care yeah. at all, even a little bit, if you just cared a, a tiny bit, even about tiny any bit. of the Marvel movies, maybe you would probably put it together. You know, Thanos, the big bad guy that's in all of the other movies at the ends. Is that no, the end of this one with the ship coming towards? Well, Earth? I gotta say, there are there were Whatever. some, cool. yeah, there were some people that I that I know that were like really debating what that ship was at the end, and these are people who've seen all the movies and and all this all this stuff. But uh, Kevin Feige confirmed it in an interview that it was uh, the Sanctuary Two, is what he called it. Okay, well that's cool. Well, I know. I guess yeah, it's great, Ben. <laughs> <clears throat> Hey, you subjected yourself to this, Ben. I did. I did. And again, good movie. It's a good superhero movie. But it's not going to convince anybody that doesn't like superhero movies to, you know, hop on board and go back and watch all of them. That's that's all. Um, but yeah, let us know if you've seen Thor or uh, if you haven't and just, you know, agree with me on superhero movies in general. Uh, let us know what you think. Frankie, where can people connect with us? You guys can follow us on like us on Twitter I'm sorry. No, I, that's all wrong. You can, you can, you can <laughs> like us no. on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook, though, and uh, see all the stuff we post on there. Facebook.com slash Incredible Critics. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Twitter at 3CriticsPod. And you can also go on iTunes, give us a rating, leave a comment. That always helps us. So we really appreciate all those people. Yeah, be sure to subscribe, and if you're on iTunes, leave us a rating. That That is a huge help. Uh, don't forget, we are going to start this week a bonus episode because Frankie has started watching Black Mirror, so stay tuned for that. That'll be out this Thursday. Until next time, we're the Incredible Critics. You know who didn't see Thor yet? Brittany. Uh-oh. Don't listen to this week's episode. <laughs> She's upset. I was like, Listen, that was literally in the first 10 minutes of the movie, and it's not important. She'll forget about it. Oh, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I hate that we went through that whole meeting, that whole review, and didn't talk about the rock guy who was hands down probably my favorite character. Korg was my homeboy. He was awesome. Another day, another Doug. (laughs) 